Hi there, friends, and welcome to Desktops in the Cloud, your technical-driven video podcast, normally on YouTube, with guest speakers from Microsoft Engineering and the worldwide virtual desktop communities. However, now as part of the Windows Virtual Desktop Masterclass event. And today we're doing things just a little bit different than normal because we are the presenters and we wanted to share with you our top 10 tips and tricks for WVD that we've learned over the last few months. So let's start with tip number one. Tip number one is all around optimizing your Windows Virtual Desktop session hosts, whether it's single session or multi-session. You can achieve that easily with the Windows Virtual Desktop optimization tool created by the Microsoft Field uh, community. So created by Robert Smith and Tim Muzik. So you can find this blog that you can find at ak.ms slash optimizewvd, all the steps that you need to take to optimize your session host, your, your golden images, your images, your base images. So you can download that script here and run that script. You can even optimize the script and uh, put back like, uh, like disabled settings as default, back to enabled so you make sure that, for example, your calculator or sticky notes are sticking in as part of running this script. So it's a good reminder for you before you run it. And as part of that script, you need to set the execution policy to bypass. And then you can run the script and that script basically removes built-in features that you most likely don't need as part of your Windows Virtual Desktop environment. So as part of the outcome of this script, you can see on the left side, uh, like a scenario without running the script. And on the right side, you see the scenario where the script has been run. And you can see a significant like uh, decrease in memory and CPU uh, threads and handles. So really a good way to increase the density and user experience as part of your Windows for your desktop environment. So if you're interested in learning more about the optimization tool, in episode number six, we recorded with the creators of the tool an episode that is definitely worth catching up as a follow-up to this uh, yeah, point number one. Tip number two. This is around SMB multi-channel. This is a feature of Azure Premium Files that actually is going to allow you to basically double or quadruple your bandwidth going to your FS Logics or even MSIX App Attach storage. And you can see that this is extremely simple to uh, turn on. Basically, inside your Azure File Share at the very top, you'll click on where it says SMB multi-channel disabled, which will open up this side window. And then you check the flag there to enable SMB multi-channel and hit save. It's really that simple. And uh, what this is actually going to do, according to some of the documentation here, this is looking at IOPS performance, and you can get a three times improvement in your read and write performance at any file size, including uh, more of a throughput increase. So SMB multi-channel is going to make Azure files a very uh, good use case for, uh, for your storage. And also, Azure Files has recently gone through a price drop, making it even more advantageous. So tip number three is around advanced troubleshooting with FS Logics as part of your Windows for desktop environment. So did you know that you could download for free Process Monitor, or also known as Procmon, to detect all the processes that are running as part of your Windows for desktop session host? So for example, if you have a problem with your logon duration, there's a timestamp that is like later and you don't know what is happening in between uh, as part of your FSLogics profile container log file, as you can see on the screen here, you can open up Procmon and you can like in parallel compare those timestamps, what is happening on the back as part of processes, create filters 
and match them with like the log file of the profile container and see what is happening. So what like process is causing that delay? So that's easily possible to do with Procmon and as well the FSLogix profile container log file. So if you're interested in that or you run into a problem, you can you can follow all the steps in this blog article. Uh, you can scan this QR code and then yeah, walk through all the specific steps to uh, yeah, to do that troubleshooting if you need to. Tip number four. This is around using ephemeral disk that makes your WVD VMs stateless. Now I covered this all in a video on the Azure Academy, which you can go and check out. And this whole idea is around making WVD more of a managementless type interface. Um, making basically so that you don't need to manage your golden images anymore thanks to things like MSIX AppAttach. And I've got this all up on my GitHub where you can go there and there is a button to deploy a new ephemeral host into WVD. And when you do that, it will present you with this template screen. You just fill it out. And at the bottom here, your profile path is where FSLogix is stored and the registration token from which host pool you want to join. And this will get you a ephemeral host up and running out of the Microsoft uh, Marketplace images so that you can just not have to manage custom images anymore. So tip number five is around OneDrive for Business. And OneDrive for Business has a feature that's called OneDrive Folder Backup, or previously known as Known Folder Move, to redirect your desktop documents and pictures folder directly to the OneDrive cloud. So that synchronizes all those like files in those folders directly to OneDrive. And if you configure that same feature on your physical desktop or your other like virtual desktop, you can like instantly create a like unified data experience for your end users. And another great new feature that has been released like like not so long ago is a, is a feature to exclude like extensions and as well files from syncing up to the OneDrive cloud. So you can see that here on the screen, it's available in the Insiders preview right now and shortly to arrive into GA. And as part of that, if you, for example, have URLs or shortcuts that you don't want to synchronize because you have a different environment, it will exclude it from synchronizing and you will see this status popping up, which says that it excludes it from uh, syncing. So if you're interested in more about that, please have a look at this QR code that points out to one of my latest blogs explaining all the steps that you need to know. Tip number six, this has to do with Teams because as we all know, Teams uses a lot of memory. Now, why is this? Well, this is all covered in the documentation, but basically Teams is going to use however much memory is available on your system. So if you have a, a less amount of memory available, it'll use fewer, and if you have more spare memory, it'll just consume it. Now, this can work just fine, except sometimes uh, we do have an issue with this, which is also covered here in the documentation. Now, if this does happen, of course, we want to have a, a way to resolve this issue. And one thing that we recommend for that is using the AV redirection features of WVD, which is also covered in the docs. So tip number seven is around Universal Print. Universal Print is a relatively new service. This is in public preview. that can simplify the way how you do printing as part of Windows for your desktop because Universal Print is another platform as a service solution. So you don't have to deal with those updates and spinning up those machines yourself. You can easily connect to your on-prem environment or your private or hybrid cloud print server and connect all your printers to the Universal Print service. And as part of that, you can share those printers with your users easily by clicking on that printer, as you can see here, 
go to access control and publish that printer to either everybody in your organization or just based on like users or active Azure Active Directory groups. So if you're done with that and you switch back to your Windows Virtual Desktop uh, like session host and you go to printers and you search for uh, like printers while clicking on add printer or scanner, you can see that it now starts surging into the cloud and a cloud printer is popping up. So as part of that, you can add that cloud printer and then you print to the cloud without like putting like vendor uh, drivers into your image or whatsoever. It's using one single driver to connect all your printers to the cloud. Tip number eight, this is Azure Active Directory self-service password reset. Now I recently did a video on this on the Azure Academy and basically this is a way to give your users some independence which relieves IT from having to reset their passwords or unlock their accounts. The only thing you need for this is the proper Azure AD licensing and then you can walk through the setup very easily and configure it and once you do this, it will save you approximately 20 to 50% of your help desk calls statistically, and it will give you uh, back a bunch of freedom for your users. Tip number nine is around optimizing Microsoft Edge as part of Windows Virtual Desktop. So did you know that Microsoft Edge has a new feature called Sleeping Tabs, which is possible to use as part of the beta, dev, and canary channel right now, and soon to be arrived in the production channel. So with sleeping tabs, you can decrease the amount of memory and as well as CPU utilization as part of your yeah, Microsoft Edge uh, tabs and usage as part of your Windows Virtual Desktop environment. So it's a relatively easy uh, feature to enable for your, uh, for your users. So you just need to go to Edge slash flags in Edge, go to sleeping tabs, enable it. And then the feature is enabled. You can do this via like GPOs too. And if you go to the configuration settings of Edge and you search for sleeping tabs in the search settings uh, text field, you can here activate sleeping tabs and as well uh, put like inactive tabs to sleep after a certain amount of time that you configure here. And you can add like websites that you want to exclude from sleeping. And finally, tip number 10. This is the FSLogix and WVD best practices for the enterprise. And these can be found in the Azure Architecture Center. And there is way too much to go over here in the next minute, but there is, for example, the limit of how many VMs you should have in WVD per region per subscription, as well as how many you should have if you are using the scaling tool, the NetBIOS limitations that you need to be aware of, and then in the FSLogix for the enterprise, the antivirus exclusions that you'll need to properly run FSLogix. All this and more can be found at aka.ms forward slash WVD best practices and FSLogix best practices, respectively. Thanks for joining us today, and please make sure that you're subscribed to Desktops in the Cloud on your favorite social media, and that way you don't miss out on all of the latest information of WVD, and we hope that you enjoyed the rest of the Masterclass event.